So, Anna, here we are. We are back. We are back. Back for episode number two. Season two, episode two. Here we are in the Intercoastal Net Designs International Headquarters in Ocean Isle Beach. Beautiful day outside today. It is. Nice February day. It almost feels like spring. It's not too far away from 71 degrees this morning. We are here bright and early. Bright and early. Early in the morning before anyone else gets here. We see the sunrise. Yes. On the way to work, and then we get to deliver you the details before anybody gets here. Hot off the press. Is that what you're telling me? That is, yes. Hot off the press. All right. Well, let's let's just quickly get into it. Um, If you're new to... Our podcast, this is Vacation Rental Ninjas, uh, presented by Intercultural Net Designs. It is a marketing podcast. Um, I am Diamond Franson, our brand manager here, and my friend? I'm Anna Lau, and I'm the social media manager for Intercoastal Net Design. And we are teaming up for season two of Vacation Rental Ninjas after a long hiatus, but I feel like that's some old news already. People yeah. are excited. They know for, we're here. They know we're here. They know where to find us. They yeah. know how to get in touch with us, because... You know, they've even sent in some questions, and we'll tackle those questions at the end of today's episode. Awesome. All right. So let's get into it. Um, I've been thinking a lot lately about the idea that your website is having a conversation with the user. And I, I really love that um, idea and that thought process when building out your website. Yeah. Um, having your website be able to answer back visitors questions uh, without friction is a top goal to achieve oh yeah and even answering questions that the guest or potential guest didn't even know they had like that is just so valuable okay so that is just something I wanted to talk a little about with you this morning um, and just share with our listeners because you know it's it's not today's topic but I've been thinking a lot about that and I just wanted to um, share that with with you and everybody yeah, else that. listening so a good thing uh, to keep in mind when you're spring cleaning your websites or going through or building your new website is think about that conversation that your website is going to have with potential uh, visitors and guests and answer those questions without any friction yeah and keep in mind that's the first impression or sometimes the first impression a guest will have on your company so it's important to give them, you know, a fresh website that, you know, answers everything they're looking for. Love it. All right. So let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is trending topics for spring and ways to maximize them. So we found these topics going through um, Google Trends. We've mm-hmm. looked at these on Google Trends. We've used our Pinterest trends. Yep. I always have to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and some other uh questions that have come into the rest of the marketing team uh, in the past month. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are asking these questions so because they're interested. So if they're interested, then we're also interested, I feel oh, like. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's hop into these trends and the ways to optimize them. Awesome. What do we have first, Daphne? Our first one is pet-friendly rentals. Now, this is nothing new, but it's we're seeing an uptick. A very big uptick. A very big uptick. Yeah, definitely. Um so these are, you know, suggestions that we have, you know, when considering pet-friendly rentals and how to present pet-friendly rentals on your website. Mm-hmm. So, um, and reason why, I think the reason why we're seeing an uptick is because the boarding fee is equal to the pet fee yeah. when booking your vacation. So, so why board them when you can just 
pay the same and bring them with you. And bring them with you. Okay, I love that. So, and I, you know, we, we were talking about this before was, you know, in our local area, we do have some boarding places, but mm-hmm. the fee is pretty much the same, if not a little bit more yeah. than, so it just makes a little bit of sense if you want to bring your pet with you. The price comparison is a little bit the same. All right. So another reason we're seeing an uptick in searches for pet-friendly rentals is, you know, we're going into the spring season, and in some locations, it's considered the off-season. Um, and off-season prices make pet-friendly rentals more affordable. Exactly. So kind of going back into that top point that the pet fee is sometimes equal or lesser than the boarding fee. Mm-hmm. Um Spring, you know, we said this morning on the drive-in that it was, you know, February morning, 71 degrees. Um, and that is really the perfect beach weather to have a pup up, up on the beach. They're not too hot, mm-hmm. not too cold, you know, lots. It's really great temperature to have yeah. your, your pup up on the beach. So also in the spring and off-season the beach rules, um, most cities and communities, if they allow dogs on the beach, they um expand the beach rules they can you know you can have your dog on a leash different times uh maybe sometimes you can have off leash it just depends you know all, we find that the off season you have more flexibility with bringing mm-hmm. your dog up on the beach so you definitely want to check your local area uh, rules and regulations um you know before you go or you know before you advertise that because you want everyone to be in compliance all right so ways to maximize this trend, right? So mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about this pet-friendly trend that we're seeing on search and, you know, how to optimize this trend on your website. So what do you, what do you think, Anna? Definitely have a landing page dedicated to pet-friendly rentals and even link out to, like, local rules and regulations in your area just so everyone's aware of, you know, when they can have their dog on the beach and things like that. Okay. It's also good to, you know, have a pet-friendly filter so guests can easily, you know, filter through the properties that actually allow pets versus the ones that don't. So I think that should be the first filter. You yeah. know, like, let's just, I'm on this website. I want to go with my pet. I I want to, the first thing I want to do is filter out to see what houses mm-hmm. I can even bring my pet to. Yep. Before you start adding on, like, two-bedroom, five-bedroom Exactly. Pool, like all that. Just use that as your top filter and then just see what you can work with and then filter down for there or search, you know, lower down the page. Okay. Yeah. And another great tip is to feature it on your homepage and in social media posts. So anything on your homepage, like a little um, call out, call out feature section um, with pet friendly rentals, maybe beside other like oceanfront rentals or mountain view rentals, things like that. Um, will also help bring in attention. So something um, we've been also seeing is more information about what to do with your dog yes. when you bring them on this vacation, mm-hmm. right? So besides just staying at the house or the condo, where are you bringing your dog to eat? Exactly. What restaurants um, can your dog go to? What parks can your dog go to? What are cool things that you can do with your pets? Anything dog-related activities, places to eat, things to do, shops, restaurants. You know. You know, the whole the whole nine. The whole nine. So <laughs> developing that content on your site for things to do with your dog when they're on vacation definitely is helpful. Okay. 
So just a tidbit here, um, you know, why we're talking so much about dog-friendly rentals this morning is that in the last week alone, mm-hmm. the Google Trends has seen a 20% increase um, of pet-friendly vacation rentals. So that's really the key word right there because we, mm-hmm. we're looking at pet-friendly vacations, um, pet-friendly places, and the keyword that we landed on was pet-friendly vacation rentals. That search has increased 20% in the last week, and we do suspect it's going to rise as we get deeper into spring and into the summer. Oh, yeah. We, uh, looking at the trend for last year on Google Trends, we saw it peak out in the beginning of July mm-hmm. was the peak time that um, it hit. So if we're already, um, you know, in the upper percentile of people searching, uh, we only have a little bit more space before it hits the top peak mm-hmm. like it did in last July. So good stuff with there. Need more convincing that ICND are the experts in the book direct philosophy? Well, be sure to check out Jill Highsmith's guest appearance on the Vacation Rental Formula podcast. Jill sits down with Heather Bayer, aka Cottage Guru, and talks about the book direct day history, why good quality content is so important, and so much more. Find the episode link in the show notes. All right, Anna, what's the next trend we've been seeing? Bike rentals. Oh, you know, I can, um, fun tidbit about me is mm-hmm. I can hardly ride a bike. Really? Yeah, I um I don't know what happened. I I'm I'm a hot mess on a bike. Well, that's okay. <laughs> it's not everybody's forte, but they are very popular in the spring since the water's not warm enough to swim. Everybody's looking to get on a bike, ride around town, ride on the beach at low tide, anything fun to get them out doing things. Right, and families are looking for bikes that can accommodate kids and little ones. Yes. Yeah, so any bike rentals that offer like a toddler seat or a little, I forget what they call them, little trailers that you can tow behind you with kids, um, or even like kid-friendly bikes, um, bikes with training wheels, things like that um, to accommodate families is also great to include. And this is another, you know, we're talking about this because this is a, a, a recent trend, but it's nothing new. Like we know that vacation rentals offer bikes mm-hmm. or tell you where to get those bikes, but Recently, you know, this movement for people just getting outside, we've been cooped mm-hmm. up all winter. The warmer weather, the is, warmer coming weather is coming sooner. Um, I don't care what that groundhog says. It's, right. it's coming. <laughs> um, but it's definitely people are looking for this stuff and it's part they're folding it into their search when they're looking for their next vacation. Yeah. Including it as almost like another amenity. Like we have, you know, if you have bikes on the property or they're available down the street, you know, mention that in the description, the property listing. So I also kind of like, you know, definitely mention that in the property description. But I like what you just said before is if you have a toddler bike or a different type of bike that's accommodating for a child or a mm-hmm. family, include that as well. Yeah. Definitely oh, yeah. showcase what you have to offer um, at the vacation home. So, you know, we talked a little bit just before about where to rent these bikes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, highlight where you can rent them if they're close by Mm -hmm. and also highlight if they have a delivery service. Yes. Oh, that's big. People don't want to, you know, have to go out and rent bikes and bring them back to the rental for the week. You know, if they offer a delivery service, definitely highlight them. They could be there before you get there. Yes, they could be there ready to ride. As soon as you get out of the car, stretch those legs. (laughs) Get out and... Get on the bike and just go for it. Okay. Love it. Um, other ways to jump on this trend 
and I think this is a more of an actionable item that you mm-hmm. can do today or tomorrow is to write your spring blog or write a blog for next month or even this month since we still have time um, on the best bikes, uh, trails, the paths, again, places to rent those bikes and really maximize your local partnerships and connect um, with them with link sharing. See if they'll highlight you. Yeah. You can highlight them. You know, get out there and talk to your local partners and connections and see if you can swap links back and forth for your services. But this is definitely the time. And I don't want to pass this opportunity off to also say your 2019 blog about bike rentals and places to bike around can easily be updated to a 2023 blog about, you know, updated information. Maybe new stores have come to your area. Mm-hmm. Other places are starting to rent bikes or there may be new parks and regulations. Um, so that's a fun show, parks and regulations. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can easily update your blog and make it easy and get that republished out there. Oh, yeah. Great tip. Okay. And that leads us into our next recommendation. Oh, that was nice. Is having local recommendations available on your site, on your social profiles, basically anything that's going to enhance a guest's stay, um, promote it, mention it, put it somewhere on your website. Now, this week, I have seen you do some local recommendations for some of our clients Mm -hmm. where they mention it in a blog or on their newsletter and then you've been piggybacking off of that and sharing it as reels on social media oh yeah that's a great way to highlight another um, partner so these things can range um, from things to do add-on services like a private shaft or catering services um, a masseuse that comes to the rental um, places to eat special deals that only your guests can take advantage of and this leads us into a good example of Right. So, you know, at ICD, we have a vast um, portfolio of partners. And one of our partners that, you know, you can utilize these local recommendations with is Guest View Guide. So, if you are, you know, a vacation rental manager who is looking um, to maybe enhance the vacation rental properties, you can layer on Guest View Guide. It is a interactive digital screen um, where guests can kind of swipe through and see updated information about the area, events, restaurants. Um, so just a shout out to our friends, Guest View Guide, who has this great service and yes. maybe find them in your next vacation rental. So awesome. if you want information about them, we're very happy to make an introduction uh, for you as well. Awesome. So ways to maximize this, create a landing page like we've recommended for pretty much all of our tips and trends right now. Um, a landing page for all your local recommendations and update that often. Things change, new places pop up, old places go out. You know, keep it updated, keep it fresh, and give something you guys can really work off of. So I've noticed that locally here, um, well, I'll say in the Myrtle Beach area, that I can think of four new coffee shops that have opened up in the last year Wow! in the North Myrtle Beach area alone. Mm -hmm. And I can even think of one brand new one that just opened up in Myrtle. So we're talking about local recommendations. If you have this information on your site, um, visit that landing page, visit that blog, and make sure that everything is current and accurate. Because like I said, in the last year, I want to say six months, I've thought of, I can think of four new coffee shops. Mm 
opening in the North Middle Beach area. Oh, yeah. And if these are returning guests, having that updated with new places is only going to keep them coming back. How excited are you to go and realize that there's two brand new Dunkin' Donuts opening up in the Myrtle Beach area? Do you even know where they are? No. Okay. (laughs) Well, there is one um, down by um, Target, like across the street from Target, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And there's another one, I think, on 501. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. I started to see they're doing the Dunkin' drive-thrus only. Yes. uh, Those are popping up everywhere. I am a, a Duncan lady. Yes, I got my Duncan right here. Oh, not a sponsor, Duncan. But if you want to sponsor us, yeah, we're we're, we're here. <laughs> we're we're here and willing. <laughs> we're here and willing. Since you're adding these drive-through pop-ups throughout the Myrtle Beach area, okay, awesome. So, Anne and I will be right back for the second half of the show after a word from our sponsor. As the newest and most preferred booking engine platform for vacation rental companies around the world, Axis delivers a cutting-edge website management tool, a powerful CRM, and easily integrates with the most popular PMS systems currently in use. This new product developed by ICND stands frontline as the most sought-after website management tool, as well as a booking engine platform that combines a lightning-fast, mobile-first design with a conversion-focused driving force. Test drive our newest BookDirect-focused platform, Axis. Secure your appointment today. Visit www.icnd.net forward slash access for more details and to book your demo. All right, Anna, we're back. Thanks to our sponsor, Axis. All right, moving on. All right, so I know you and I have talked about this feature previously on our Instagram lives. Yes. Shout out to that whole body of work we did over there. Yes, go check out our Tech Talk Tuesdays. It's highlighted in our Instagram. Yes. All right. All right, so Anna, talk to me about Instagram guides. Instagram guides for the spring is our next trending topic. So since guests are in that booking planning phase, um, lever- use this time to leverage those guides to your advantage. Um, some guide ideas would be, again, pet-friendly things to do, ways to enhance your stay, um, showcase local partners that way, rainy day activities, where to eat, the whole nine. So you just mentioned rainy day activities, and I, I don't want to be the you know, the downer here and because mm-hmm. we are enjoying this lovely day here in Ocean Isle, but it does rain. We it have does. to, it, it just, we can't. You can't promise a sunny vacation. Right. The entire you can't, time you can't promise that. So you have to have some information of things to do if by chance it rains. You yes. know, where is your local movie theater, mm-hmm. your bowling alley. An aquarium. Your skating rink. Yes. All those places. All right. I do like that as a guide because it is a little bit different and you can highlight different, you know, businesses in your area. And then again, they can share it on their page Mm -hmm. um, and get you in front of their audience as well. Yes. And so I do have a pro tip for this one. Make sure your location is correct on your Facebook page and your Instagram profile. So your guides are visible on the Instagram map. Users can easily search um, guides and things in that area if they are starting to research um, what to do in your area, things to, what to do, where to stay, the whole nine. Okay, so this leads me into our rapid fire question for today because you just kind of reminded me of a conversation you and I were having last week of what is your preference? Is it an Instagram guide, a Google guide, 
or an Apple map. We had a hot conversation last yeah, week about Apple a, Maps. Yeah, that's a good one. So I need I I, I want to know your opinion. Is it Google Guide, Apple Map, or Instagram Guide? As a Gen Zer, a oh, borderline geez, labeling yourself. Okay, it's <laughs> a borderline Gen Zer here. Um, I'd have to say Instagram Maps, but um. Apple Maps would be, or Apple Guide would be a close second because when I'm not on Instagram, I'm looking up directions or just restaurants in the area. And when I saw those Apple Guides pop up, I was like, oh, wow, this is like an, a feature I haven't explored yet, but I would explore more. Okay. Because you're an Apple user. Yes, I am an iPhone user, Apple user. Okay. All right. So, so for are, you, that makes sense. Yes. All right. What about you? Um. Well... You know, I am a local guide level nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, hot, hot stars there right there. There we go. Lots Flex of, it. Yeah, fle flexing my <laughs> my guide status here. Love it. Um, so I have to by just I I obviously I have to go with Google local guides because I'm a level nine. Mm -hmm. I mean, that didn't happen without me loving that tool. Yes, you're right. You got a great point. I think it's definitely beneficial to have you know your your content on all of those. Yeah, um, if possible, if you know, possible, reach, you know, reach everybody, reach all age groups um, and all users, yes. whether you're a, an Apple mm -hmm. or an Android user. Okay. Awesome. So interesting yeah. how two different people, you know, two different perspectives. Preference, yeah, yeah, two preferences. OK. And, um, you know, I, I need to kind of just say one more thing about the local guides. Mm hmm. Is if you are seeing those local guide reviews, you know, coming through through your um, Google Business Manager, they would have those orange stars yep. next to that person's icon, you know, their image there to let you know that they are a local guide. And if you are pressed for time to answer your reviews or respond back to your reviews, I always say start with those first. Are those reviews weighted differently yes. than someone? Don't tell time? anyone, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good to know. As a local guide, uh, you're given preference on your authority and how authoritative you are. So Google weighs those reviews a little bit heavier. Wow. Don't ask me the percent. I'm not going to know it. <laughs> um, but they do weigh them a little bit heavier. So start, you know, if you're going through your reviews once a week or once a month, whatever time you have, go through those ones with the orange stars next to them first to respond because they are weighed a little bit heavier than others. Awesome. That's great to know. Okay. Um, this is, we're going to talk about tip tool of the day. Yes. Tool of the everyday. Tool I, of the everyday. This is really a tool of the everyday, yes. right? Okay. So um, our tool of the everyday is Bitly, and they're not a sponsor. No, but not Bitly, sponsored, but we're open. We're open. If you're out there, Bitly, and you're listening, um, we're here. Yes, yeah, so I use Bitly every day as a social media manager, and Diamond does too as a brand manager. You know, this is a great tool to shorten your links, include those UTM codes so you know where that traffic is coming from, and shorten the back half to show keywords that rebrand the link. So I want to I want to talk about that because th yes. that was something that you and I started doing more and more in 2022. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it was something that we were like, "Whoa, this could be a game changer." Yep. I mean, we're just, we're talking about shortened links right now. We're not like talking about, you know, like 
big, you know. Yeah. Um, but for Bitly, for us, since we use Bitly every day, mm-hmm. that back half rebranding link was really critical because not only are you shortening your link, but you're also adding a keyword into the back half mm-hmm. that, you know, you can use, you know, bit.ly slash pet friendly rentals, bit.ly slash oceanfront vacation rentals. You can really just put an extra keyword out there to attract people's attention to it and click on it. And that looks way better than just an auto-generated bit.ly link that could, you know, get clipped. Yeah. Get clipped or look like a phishing link or anything or a spam link. So having that custom back half um, is legit. I think that makes you I think it makes a lot of the posts that we put out for social media, mm-hmm. it, it's attractive. It's attractive and people trust that more than just a random, you know, back Random XYZ123 USR kind of link. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not using Bitly, um, work Bitly or layer Bitly into your media and marketing plan for this year. Yes. They've got an awesome free version mm-hmm. um, that has all these features in it. You can see how many clicks, what day you got those clicks, etc. And rest assured, um, all of our current marketing clients out there that are also utilizing social media services, mm-hmm. Anna is um, customizing those links for you. Yes, I got you. Yeah, she's she's got you if you're a good a client of ours in social media. Yes. All right. Awesome. I love that. And I love that we just kind of like flexed a little bit for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So last time we asked for audience questions. Uh, and if you have an if you have a question, you can send that into podcast at icoastalnet.com. And a few of our listeners took us up on that offer. Yes. Last month we did get a lot of good questions. And the first one that really kind of gained popularity was the best way to increase homeowner inventory on social media, which that's been a very popular question ever since the new year. Um, Yeah. Really. Well, people, you know, they add new properties into their portfolios. Yeah. New year. So let's. okay. So my suggestion on how to use that and gain, you know, more inventory on social media through ads would be to retarget your property management page. Um, uh, If you don't have a big enough audience hitting that property manage page, I would set up a traffic campaign, start broad. It's going to be a little bit pricier than your regular traffic campaign since this is a niche page you're, you know, going after. But once that audience builds up and people are hitting that page, you can then retarget them and, you know, get them to inquire about your property management services. And if you don't have a property management page, I definitely suggest creating one. Um, but if you also have a lead list of potential homeowners that are interested, you can also layer that in to retarget as well. So I want to back up for one second because uh-huh. you just said something that we've run across mm-hmm. a couple times. Yep. And, I, and by a couple, I mean more than five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe a few. Is that the proper word? Yeah, a few, a few. times mm-hmm. um, where, you know, People have asked us, you know, can I, you know, get people to know about our property management offerings and services, but we found that their property management page was non-existent. Yes. Or super old. Super old, super hidden. Super unattractive. Yeah. So before you can do anything on social media, that landing page has mm-hmm. to be updated, looks good, easy to find. Easy to find is the big one. 
maybe a call out on the home page, something you can see up in the navigation that's not hidden. Um, so if you're interested in running these types of ads, uh, you definitely, the first place to start is making sure that that property management um, page is up to, and I can, I can understand why maybe sometimes it gets forgotten about because, mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about all the fun things yeah. that people can do in the area or all the amazing homes or condos that they can rent. And mm -hmm. sometimes that page gets forgotten about. But if you're interested in running these types of ads on social media, you've got to have that page updated, yes. spruced up and easy to find. Oh, all right. So this is going to be a big question, Anna. Yeah, this I, we get this all the time, right? It's funny, too, because, you know, with the homeowner um, increasing your inventory question, I also get, you know, can you target groups on Facebook? And unfortunately, you can't. No groups. No groups. Um, you can target interest and things like that. Um, but no, you can't really target groups. You can share and share posts into groups. Um, that's a great way to boost your organic engagement. So it's a workaround. Yes, it is a workaround. Um, but unfortunately, with ads, you cannot target groups. Um, but you can do some things organically to enhance your engagement. Right. I think, you know, I I've been guilty of this, if this mm -hmm. is a, a crime. <laughs> but I've um, gone into some of the vacation groups uh, mm -hmm. for the areas of our clients and made some referrals from time to time when people ask questions, oh, a yeah. little organic comment from time to time. Yeah. Is that, I, is that a crime? No, no, no. no it's it's just, you know, extra things to do. Yes. Okay. But that, okay. Next question. Should I reshare my reels on TikTok? It's a valid question. And I've gotten that a handful of times. Um, I don't think so. I think you should, you know, create content that is specific to that platform. Um, TikTok is very, it's very different from Instagram. Reels are very inspiring and, you know, there's different trends on both platforms. So I definitely suggest keeping Reels in the Reels section and TikTok use that more for, um, I, I, I don't, I even have a TikTok. So it, it's, it's not a thing that I go to. It's not something I wanted to ever have because I don't see it as a place I'm going to go to to get information. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I, I you show me TikToks. Mm -hmm. Isn't isn't that funny? Anna <laughs> Anna shows me TikToks. <laughs> I feel like a grandma. Anna shows me TikToks of like people um, doing recipes mm -hmm. and funny dances, but it never inspired me to go to find information about a location I'm going to visit or somewhere I'm going to stay. So I think that platform is not ready yet. And if it is at some point, you really need to have a face for your company to be on the platform. And you have to feed it every day. Yes, you have to feed it. It's not something you can just kind of use your casually. other content. Casually, yeah. You, you can't cross post to it or I don't think you should. Um, it needs its own separate content and separate strategy, and you really need a face to your company. Um, for right. That. So if there's a lot of things to put in place before you were to consider tackling TikTok, and you and I just found this um, really great article just the other day of mm -hmm. you know best ways to use TikTok. So maybe we'll um, start sharing some of that other information. Um, yeah. You know, in other future episodes. 
or on our own social channels as well. So yes, because TikTok's not going away anytime soon. Oh no, 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 no. But um, so shameless plug here: if you have, uh, if you're not following our social media channels, <laughs> you can find IC and D on Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube. Oh yeah, let's not. There's some. Okay. Some great stuff. There's some YouTube. great stuff over there. If you are if you are sleeping on the I C and D YouTube channel, you need to go over there as soon as you stop listening to this episode. Right. <laughs> subscribe mm-hmm. and hit up that there's a lot of long, nice, insightful videos mm-hmm. um over on that YouTube channel. Yeah. So go check it out. Go check it out. All right. Um this podcast, um, you know, we have we have to announce what's going on in mm-hmm. our company here. Uh, so some quick announcements. Um, the ICD team will be attending the 2023 VRMA Spring uh, Forum out in Kansas City from March 6th to 7th. I'm not going to talk about the Super Bowl here. <laughs> As a Philly fan, I, I, I can't um, go into that. But they will be out in Kansas City uh, March 6th to 7th for this uh, VRMA Spring Forum. Uh the Brandon, April, Vanessa, Savannah, Sam. Oh my goodness! All, everyone, everybody's they're, going. The, they're going to be at booth three hundred three, so check them out. Um, our team will be presenting uh, a couple sessions. They'll be leading some panels. They're going to be moderators. So that's why they need all those people out there because they got oh, a lot yeah. going on. Yes, lots to do. Um, so the whole team is looking forward to seeing you. Um, if you want to reach out and schedule an appointment with Brandon, April, Vanessa, Savannah, Sam, if you want to talk about your website, if you want to talk about your tools, if you want to talk about upgrades, you want to talk about your SLA services, um, make an appointment to speak with them, drop by the booth. I hear there's going to be some amazing swag at this conference. So ham it up for those guys. Yes. You don't want to miss it. Don't miss it. And, um, you can still register for the spring forum if you have not already. If this little ad has inspired you to go sign up, please Signups are still available to go to the Spring Forum for me. Awesome. All right, Anna, we have a little something special coming up. Yeah, so dropping a little sneak peek of our next episode. This has been a very popular topic for the last few weeks, if not There's months. so much information out there that I'm confused. I'm confused, too. I don't know. But it, don't worry. Don't worry. We'll have a special guest breaking oh, it down for us. Special guest. And our next episode is going to be all about AI-powered content creation and specifically chat GPT. And how you can use it or not use it. Yes, should you use it? Should you not? Not use it? Should you trust it? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, did you know that ICD made fishing nets? No, I didn't. Well, chat GPT tells you that we do. Uh, so, oh. so I still got some kinks to work out. Hot topic coming up soon. Yes. Special guest, maybe you've heard this person before on our podcast. Yeah, maybe, maybe so, not. maybe not. All right, well... I hope everyone has a great day today. If you're in the local area or somewhere where your weather is, um, you know, in the mid 60s to upper 70s, get out there, take a walk. We feel for our fellow teammates that are stuck in the snow. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, thank you for tuning in. If you have questions, please send us to podcast at icoastalnet.com. You can find us on all of our social media channels. Um, Hit us up. Be sure to follow us. Um, We're on all your favorite streaming platforms. Enable your push notifications, and we will see you next time. See you next time. Bye, Anna. Bye, Diamond. All right.